Hey, yeah, it's Friday. You folks are off work. You've made it. You've made your break for the weekend, that's for sure. Last day of the week. Used to be you got paid on Friday. I don't know when the hell people get paid now. I used to get a paycheck in an envelope. One job, I got dollars. Or real American dollars. No credits, no whatever. Nothing forwarded to my bank account. Real money I could put my hands on. Oh, I took that check down to my back bank and laid it down there and the teller said, Thank you, Mr. Gatehouse. Here's your money. Have a good weekend. And by gosh, I did. <laughs> I hope your folks are having a great day wherever you're at in God's big, beautiful world. Fantastic day down here in South Texas. Blue skies, a little bit of a breeze. I just finished the final touch-ups on my old pick em up now I've got to put all the trim back on. And she'll be ready to roll. Got some numbers to run over with you today. Talk about what's going down in the unemployment lines and the employment lines here in America. Some good numbers. Donald Trump ought to be proud of himself. By gosh, I'm proud of him. You know, there should be a great, big, huge headline in every paper, magazine, on every television screen, ABC, CBS, CNN, NBC, Public Broadcasting, Fox, the whole nine yards. And the headline should read, The Positive Impact on the Economy, a Result of the Trump Administration, Realized by Many More People, who went back to work. The t- today's headline reads 153,156,000 employed Americans in April. Third straight record unemployment rate dri- dips to 4.4%. The number of employed Americans set a third straight monthly record in April. Increased by 156 million. And the nation's unemployment rate dropped, like I said, a tenth of a point to 4.4%. But there is a negative side. And patriots, on the negative side, the Labor Department's Bureau of Labor Statistics, well, that old labor force uh, participation rate, it dropped, like they said, a tenth of a point in April. And the number of Americans not in the labor force increased for the second month to 94,375,000 compared with 94,213 in March. Now, Patriots, let's talk about the negative side of these numbers. Overall, the numbers are good news for all that are seeking employment, those that have been laid off, Those that will soon be graduating from high school, college, the job market is opening up after eight dark years under that Marxist Barack Hussein Obama Jr., the silver-tongued devil from the south side of Chicago, and his leftist Democrat Party. But overall, America should rejoice. They should be glad to hear the news. But many will not hear the news. 
They will not rejoice because the mainstream media, the leftist mainstream media, housed up there on the East Coast or the West Coast, they're not going to broadcast any of these numbers. These numbers are not going to come out and show a positive to Donald Trump's administration. Hell no, they won't come out. The East Coast liberal agenda, who are the propaganda arm of the liberal, socialist, Marxist, progressive Democrat party, they will continue to beat the drum that President Trump is an absolute failure. They will not tell the American people the truth about what's going on. Because you see, as we all know, the mainstream media is in complete alliance with the leftist Democrat Party. They will not report the news, the good news, on employment. They just won't do it. Leftists, on the other hand, those who support the Democrat Party, many who are on welfare, etc., who would they would rather sit at home on their ass and collect their welfare payments. And they will, and like I said, they will have no clue that jobs are opening up, available, and furthermore, they, they, they could care less. Why, you say? Well, they are happy with the lifestyles they lead. Watching daytime TV, buying the lottery tickets, hanging out on the streets, partying on the block every night, all at the expense of fellow Americans that are busting their buns, working hard to feed themselves, their families, paying their bills, paying their mortgages, etc. We the people who are employed, we have Social Security and other payroll taxes deducted from our paychecks every week or every two weeks, and those taxes help to support many other people who do not work for various reasons and who many receive taxpayer-funded entitlements or benefits, as they're called. But more than likely, it's this plain old welfare. Now, people on welfare receive their welfare checks without any requirement any requirement whatsoever to prove they're looking for work? They're trying to get part-time work? No requirement whatsoever. They just receive our hard-earned federal income tax money via the welfare system. They lay back on their backsides while we go out and bust our buns. My opinion, welfare, welfare for those that can't work, you know, the truly disabled, mentally challenged, have no job skills to fill any type of work but are looking, these are the people that should qualify for welfare. Bottom line here, patriots, is I see it anyway. President Trump and his administration should work to get legislation passed that anyone that is able-bodied who have been on welfare for X amount of weeks or months should be required to prove they are looking for work. If they are unskilled or underskilled, they should be required to take provided training in skills that will make them eligible for job openings. The days of being, as I call them, professional welfare recipients should be terminated. You know, the people who have been on welfare their whole life, able-bodied people. We, the people who work, are tired of carrying the water for those who refuse to work for whatever reason. President Trump... How about it? Let's put all able-bodied Americans back to work or in the classroom to get proper training so they can get back to work. Let's get rid of welfare except for those who really, really need it. We'll be back after Trade Martin and his sidekick Pipsqueak 
bring you the uh, top of the news. And then we'll make another visit to America's past history with the American Minute. Stand by. Today in news. Broadcasting from his laser-powered space-age digital recording studios in the New York metropolitan area, here's your ultra-conservative talk show host, Trey Martin. Hello everyone, this is Trey Martin. Friday, May 5th, and we're happy with us. On top of the news is the name of the show. And we're brought to you by PoliticalTruthSerum.com with news and views that are always right. Let's go directly to the major breaking stories of the day. Let's Let's roll with it. Here we go. Like I posed a question on my Facebook page, everyone. How does it feel without Barack and Hillary for the last 106 days? Don't we all miss their inspiring leadership? Yesterday was National Prayer Day, and I enjoyed watching President Donald J. Trump sign the Religious Freedom Proclamation. That was great. Sure was, and not one word about Islam. I wonder why. It's because Islam is not part of our culture. And the difference between Christianity and Islam is that Christianity does not want to eradicate Islam. Why do they hate Christians? Because they believe that Islam should be the only religion in the entire world. That's why. Oh, world domination. Bingo, you got it. I just heard that crude oil dropped by more than $2 yesterday, below the $49 a barrel limit, hitting its lowest level since oil cartel OPEC struck a landmark deal to cut output on the 30th of November. Investors are worried. There's a big oil glut going on. Yeah, baby. A whole lot of oil glut going on. Well, yesterday, Trump Care scored a big victory. It was a tight one in the House, but it's going to be rough in the Senate. I'll tell you that right now. You'll see. Next week, our president leaves for his first European tour. He's going to visit Israel, the Vatican, Saudi Arabia, and I think a few other countries. Trump said the trip will begin to construct a new foundation for peace. Let's hope he's right. An Italian court ruled that cell phones cause brain cancer. They must be doing a lot of research on that. Scientists are busy nowadays. I guess they must be eating pizza in between experiments, huh? Ah, that's funny. And our country test-fired a second ballistic missile in seven days. That was yesterday. Wow, Kim Jong-un must be really scared. He's too brain-dead to be scared. He doesn't care if him and his people die anyway. Okay, that was backwards. Let's hear it forwards now. Over 10 times, people were prosecuted for far less than what Hillary did. Of course, they're referring to her emails. Our leaders are stupid. You can say that again, President Trump. Our politicians are stupid. Thank you, sir. (laughs) And Kim Jong-un is cultivating marijuana to fuel military drones. And they're going to be doing the wiggle wobble in the air. Wiggle wobble, wiggle wobble. What the hell is the wiggle wobble? That's an old R&B dance. What's R&B? Rhythm and blues. What are you doing, channeling the brain-dead Nancy Pelosi? She is cuckoo. She keeps calling President Trump President Bush. Okay, everybody, we're out of here. Thanks for staying with us, everyone. We appreciate that. We're on iHeartRadio every day, seven days a week. Don't forget. I want to give a big hello to my buddy Gary Gatehouse in South Texas, getting after Lefty. 
That's right. He's getting after them. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you tomorrow. Don't forget about our Jimmy J Lookalike Contest. Big prizes, and you'll save 15% on your car insurance from Gecko. In the meantime, there are eight days till Mother's Day, 23 days till Memorial Day, and 235 days until Christmas. You are listening to the Gary Gatehouse Radio Show. That's right, darling, and we'll be right back after the American Minute. Stand by. History was made on today's date. Stay tuned for an American Minute with Bill Federer. May 5th, 1988, President Ronald Reagan signed an act of Congress designating the first Thursday in May as a National Day of Prayer. This has always been part of American life. Indeed, President Washington declared a National Day of Prayer during his first year in office. President Madison did during the War of 1812, Lincoln during the Civil War, and President Woodrow Wilson during World War I. It was President Harry S. Truman, though, who made it an annual event, saying, In times of national crises when we are striving to strengthen the foundations of peace, we stand in special need of divine support. This has been an American Minute with Bill Federer. For a free transcript, call American Minute at 1-888-USA-WORD. Well, I hope you all put in a good week of work. Paying those federal taxes, your Social Security... You know, you're not only paying it for yourself, you're paying it for folks that don't want to work. Don't want to have anything to do with working. Now, there's a county up there in Michigan, Washtenaw County, home of the University of Michigan. And that county's leaders has given initial approval to a new set of immigration policies that will welcome all migrants, as they call them, whether legal or illegal, criminal or law-abiding. Now, part of this package includes taxpayer-funded legal aid for illegal aliens facing deportation. Washington County and its main city of Ann Arbor are already sanctuary jurisdictions, but now they are expanding and codifying their policies. They give all sorts of favorable treatment to refugees, as they call them, and immigrants, regardless of legal status. Now, the main impetus, according to a local newspaper, is to publicly show opposition to the President of the United States of America, President Donald J. Trump. That's why they're doing it. They're sticking a finger, so they think, in President Trump's eye. Now, the county officials said as an act of resistance to President Donald Trump's agenda and in solidarity with the county's immigrant community, the county board of commissioners voted 5-2 to two at its Ways and Means Committee meeting this last Wednesday night to give initial approval to these new immigration policies. Now, this county, Washtenaw County Commissioners, okayed three resolutions that appeared destined for final approval on May 17th, once they meet again. One asserts that the county's support for the immigrant community and another affirms the county 
as a welcoming community that respects the innate dignity of all people. And the final resolution bans any county public servant from inquiring about a person's immigration status. There is also a plan being devised to use taxpayer money to fund programs that aid illegal aliens and illegal immigrants. This is including those facing deportation. Some of the aid would include free legal help and more. Now the commissioners decided against including specific dollar amounts in the resolution. Though a memo accompanying the package states the board action would result in appropriations of about $135,000 from the general fund cash reserves, taxpayer money. What the hell are these people up to? What are they up to? These resolutions are very similar to those adopted recently by the city of Ann Arbor, which is the largest city in the country or the county. Its pro-illegal immigration stance comes on the heels. Now listen to this, patriots. Its stance comes on the heels of an announcement last week by Dr. Abdul El-Sayed, the Democrat, Democrat candidate for governor of Michigan. If who elected said he will declare Michigan a sanctuary city. El-Sayed would also be the nation's first Muslim governor if he's elected in 2018. What the hell's going on here? Has America gone nuts? Has the left completely lost their mind? This man, El-Sayed, is a former health director of the city of Detroit, graduated from the University of Michigan, serving during his time on campus as a president as of the Muslim Student Association. The MES, MSA is a front group for the Muslim Brotherhood, as documented by the FBI. This was all in evidence presented at the terror financing trial prosecuted in 2008 against the Holy Land Foundation. What is it, America? What is it that you want? Do you want America or do you want something completely different? Well, you don't even honor our Constitution. You don't honor the American people, sons and daughters, moms and dads, brothers and sisters, that went off and died to protect the rights of this country, not to be given away to illegals, to Muslims, to hate groups. What's going on in your mind? President Trump Attorney General Jeff Sessions. You must address this. It is not only happening in Michigan. It is going on in many cities, counties, states that are ran by leftist governors, mayors, county officials, city councils. This has to stop. The American taxpayer is being raped by the left once again. Who benefits... Illegals, Muslims, everybody but we the people. This is what happens when the left joins hands with illegals and Muslims. They go after God-fearing, tax-paying Americans who for some reason seem to roll over and accept all this.
not a whimper. When will the American people stand up and fight for their rights, their country? Why is it that people in Michigan accept all this? Why do they not protest? Why do they let their elected officials work against legal Americans? Here's a question. Do Americans understand what is going on? Do they really? I, expect, I suspect that many Americans just cannot connect the dots for some reason or another, or they are ignorant of the repercussions of all this. Why are Americans who run cities, counties, states sign on to this? Why are they signing on to this or not standing against it? You know, I've heard all the scenarios of why they do or why they don't. But there has to be something deeply ingrained in their minds to throw fellow Americans under the bus and stand up for illegals in our country. I just don't understand their mindset. I don't understand it. I don't want to understand it at all. The bottom line here is this. These people need to be defined. They need to be defined who they are. They need to be identified by name. Their names should be plastered everywhere. And these officials that run these counties, cities, and states should be denied all federal dollars, all monies they depend on to run their states, cities, counties, federal projects, building projects, road projects, you name it, deny it all. This has to stop. President Trump, Attorney General Jeff Sessions, let's get with the program. You carried Michigan. Those people want change. I'd, draw, I'd get up on Air Force One, I'd bring Jeff Sessions with me, and I'd have a big rally up there in Ann Arbor. And I'd have a big rally up there in the big cities of Michigan, and I would lay it on the line to the people of Michigan. If you go along with these people that are selling you out, then federal funds will dry up for your state. You voted for me. You voted for me because you wanted jobs and change. I'll be damned if I'm going to bust my butt. This should be Donald Trump saying this. I'll be damned if I'm going to bust my butt, use the resources of the American people to supply jobs to illegals, Muslims who want to cut their heads off. I'm not going to do it. Now, you voted for me in the election. What do you want me to do? Do you want me to go after these people? Do you want me to rid your state of these people? Do you want to defeat these leftists that are taking your state down the tube? Wake up, Michigan. Wake up, California. Wake up, New York. Wake up, Illinois. Wake up, all you states that are ran by leftists. They are raping you. They're taking your money and parceling it out to people that don't even belong inside our borders. You've been listening to the Gary Gatehouse Radio Show, Monologues and Rants, Getting After Lefty, Friday edition, and I'll be back behind the microphone again tomorrow, Saturday. Got a big honeydew to do tomorrow. Got to clean out the garage. And man, it's a mess. Got to do it. But I'll get my show out there for sure. Until tomorrow, have a safe Friday night. Party your you-know-what off. Be careful, though. 
And if you get a little tipsy, take a cab or have a significant driver there to get you home safe. Until tomorrow, this is Gary Gatehouse. Good day.